Welcome to the Power of Progress podcast, where we talk about mindset, motion, and momentum. We get you from thinking to doing, turning your thoughts into actions. Let's break through your barriers so you can achieve your goals. I am your host, Scott Friedman, and let's get started. Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Power of Progress podcast. Cast. Before we get started, if you have gotten any value from any of the episodes in the history of the podcast, don't forget to give the show an amazing five-star review. Not just any five-star review, but the amazing five-star review and leave a comment in there so that others like yourself can see it, gain amazing value from it, and then we can grow the show as large as it possibly can be. Also, if you do hear Echo today, I apologize. I'm in a new apartment and I'm just not fully moved in yet, so... Uh, you know, the walls are kind of echoing off things. I don't know. I can't really hear it. Like, I, don't, I hear a little bit of an echo in the background, but so hopefully the microphone can adapt it out. I'll do a little of a replay, but we'll see how bad it is uh, if you're listening to this. So that being said, let's get into it. I was asked a question the other day, and I love this question so much because I literally did this, and I love kind of the the dynamic way you can work out with this kind of situation. So the question that was posed to me was, Scott, hey, you know, you talk about going to the gym. Okay, what if I can't go to the gym? For whatever the reason might be, I do not have a gym. All I have are a few weights at home. I have some space and that is all I can do. How do I stay in shape? What do I do? Help me out. So I actually did this for, I think it was like two years, you know, so during COVID, uh, I uh, was working out in my apartment. I had two different apartments at the time, and I actually had a lot more space back then, but I didn't use a lot of space. I had the space, didn't use it. My, and by the way, it, you know, whatever the reason is you don't have a gym, whether it's money, whether it's time, whether it's just, you know, it's too far away from you, it's not convenient enough, whatever the reason, okay, doesn't matter. So you're working out at home. My first thought is if the weather is nice enough. And by nice enough, you know, if you're doing like a HIIT workout, probably, you know, upwards, probably 35 degrees or better. You know, you don't want to go freezing. I feel like that's a little ridiculous. But, you know, I never I never work outside unless I'm just running lower than like 50. So, you know, I'm kind of a baby when it comes to working out outside. But I do recommend outdoor workouts. They are amazing. They are better, in my opinion, just because you get the fresh air. You're not stuck in a stagnant room with no proper airflow. So, Anyway, if you can go outside, go outside. But let's say you're inside, you have a little bit of space, what should you do? So number one, and I'm not, I don't want to get into the, oh, what should I do to work out, all those different, you know, because that's not the podcast, right? The podcast is on the other end. There is a hundred billion podcasts on the specifics to what workout routine to do, what nutrition program to have, here are the best ways to do X, Y, and Z, whereas there aren't as many on how to go about building that routine and how to go about kind of making sure that you can do it at home. Because what you don't realize, and when people when you, people say work from home or work out from home, they don't realize how difficult that actually is. It's easy to say, not necessarily easy to do. Why? You don't realize, number one, airflow in your apartment or your house probably isn't as good as the gym. And it, you feel it. Like you get tired quicker because that airflow is not really there. Two, there's more distractions. There's a couch. In my, in my situation, there's a couch right there in every apartment I worked out in. So it was easy to sit down and maybe watch TV for a little bit. Family could be home. Kids could be home. Your dog might want to jump in on the action. So it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. 
uh, just being at home. So number one, I understand that. I went through that myself. It was like, you know, I got roommates. I got this. I got neighbors. Couldn't be too loud with the music. Like there's a lot of different things you have to account for when you are working out at home. Okay. But so to give you an idea, first and foremost, if you're going to work out at home, the exercises that I would recommend you do are just general body weight exercises. So let's assume you don't have any weight. So you're doing things like push-ups. If you can do pull-ups, I recommend pull-ups, things like planks, things like squats, things like lunges, plank jacks, planks. You could do crunches, Russian twists, hollow holds. So there's a lot of different exercises. What I would do when I was at home working out, I focused less on uh, less on strength training because I didn't have the weights. So this is like my first year doing it. I didn't have the weights. I had like 20-pound weights. So I would do things with that. I would do Russian twists with 20 pounds. I would do something called a renegade row. Uh, you can look up what a renegade row is. I would I would do uh, dumbbell crossovers. I would do squat press. You know, I would do lunges. I would add those weights. And when I would do uh, more cardio-esque, I would do things like plank jacks, things like mountain climbers, push-ups, Sprint in place, burpees, I'll get the heart rate going. So I'd split the workout into two different categories. One was the quote-unquote strength section where I would use a little bit of the weights, and one was more of the hit training where I would do a bunch of things, you know, 30 seconds here, rest, 30 seconds here, rest, like a bunch of different intervals over and over and over again. So that's kind of how I broke it up. And there's no right or wrong way to do it. That's just how I, I wanted to lift a little bit of weight, and I wanted to get the cardio. The cardio to me... The HIIT training was the most important aspect because I knew with only 20-pound dumbbells, I wasn't able to really build that much muscle. So I knew that it was mostly just ancillary to feel good. I would add the weights to the HIIT workout. And you, can, by, by the way, you can do that too if you want to add the weights. So for example, you could do a HIIT slash strength training workout where it's like, okay, first exercise is I'm doing lunges with the weights. Next exercise, I'm doing uh, plank jacks. Next exercise is burpees. Next exercise is squat uh, squat press. Next exercise is renegade rows. Next exercise is bench press. Like, And you could do those in a circuit style versus thinking that it's just strength training. So you could totally do that. That's I actually probably recommend some combination of using the weights and without the weights in one workout. And I would just go. And there's no right or wrong way. You could do reps. You could do time. You could do sets. Whatever whatever it is. Like, it doesn't really matter. Just do it. Like, do it. Get a sweat going. And that's what I recommend because that's exactly what I did. Now, when I had more weights to use, I, I got up to about 70-pound dumbbells. I had – what did I have? I had 10, 20s, 50s, and 70s. You know, that's all I had. And I had a couple bands. And I would make a workout out of that. So I actually did have days where I would just do strength training because 70s was enough to at least feel like I was building some muscle, whether it was, uh, you know, rows or bench press and things like that. So I was able to really kind of, you know, do some more strength training than just the normal body weight exercise. But that's what I would recommend. I think that, you know, you could do something like a strength slash hit session or just a hit session or just a strength session, depending on what you have. And so don't, you know, don't worry about the, oh, I can't do as much weight here at home that I can. Fine, whatever. Be consistent with it. Yes, progression's important, but progression isn't just increasing weight. It could also de- it could also be decreasing rest time between sets. It could also be adding more repetitions. It could also be you know adding more exercises. There's other ways to increase uh, to have progressive overload over time than just increasing weight of the workout like we normally would. That's just one way that 
we all do it. But if you don't have that option, well, don't worry about it. But the most important thing really is just to be consistent with it. Find a schedule, find your space, make sure it's clean, make sure all your stuff's set up. Because when you're at home, there's going to be a lot of different things that are going to you know, get your attention. And it's a lot easier to stop what you're doing midway through and then be totally sidetracked. 20 minutes go by. Holy crap. I didn't finish my workout. And now it's like, well, is it even worth it? And all those, you know, irrational thoughts come back to your brain of, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. I'll just do that. Whatever. So that, that would be something I had to fight through myself is, you know, the roommates are home. They're watching me work out. It's kind of embarrassing, kind of weird. Like I come home, you know, they come home, there's music blasting and I'm going full on like burpees in the middle of the, uh, middle of our lounge area because that's where I would work out. And they're like, what in the world are you doing? And I'm like, I'm working out. I can't go to the gym. So this is what we're doing. Uh, so it can be tough. You only just got to do it. But find the time, find the space. When you block off that time, you know, really try and block it off and try to get rid of all distractions so that you can really focus on what you're doing. So that's a huge thing that I had, I struggle with personally. I still do when I work out at home is like, Oh, well, I'll watch an episode of here. I'll do this. And just things distract me. When you're at the gym, there's no distractions, right? You're going at it, you know, maybe except for your phone, but you're really going at it. So that's one obstacle that I could totally see people kind of having trouble with is that there's a lot of distractions to really try and hone in on what you're doing. Other than that, don't overthink it. Just work out. Just get a sweat going. I don't care if you do push-ups the entire time of a workout, right? Like not every day, but like for a lot of the workout, it's fine. Just do it. Get the muscles going. That's what's the important part. And, you know, long, 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 long term, five years down the line, yeah, maybe it's not sustainable long term, but I, I bet you there's ways to do it, you know, but do this, like go for it. Don't be afraid to do this if you have, if you can't go to a gym for whatever reason, but you have to make it your own. You have to be confident in it. You have to just push through and you have to set time apart so that you can do this and that it's not interrupted like it would be at a gym. Like you say, like you wouldn't be at a gym. All right. So you don't, you don't want to just be at home and lollygag around. Okay. So I, I just, I, I repeat this like four times now because I really want that to sink in because that was the biggest struggle I had was that I would just totally stop working out because something popped up and I'd run to work. Oh, and like, no, no, no. If you wouldn't do it at the gym, don't do it at home. It's a good rule to stick by. It's, it's something to kind of follow through on. So that's the message for today. If you work out at home, you don't have a lot of weight, it's okay. Look up on YouTube, body weight exercises at home. There are thousands you can do and incorporate it and do a hit session at do six workouts, six exercises, do a circuit of those six and do it four, three or four times. That'll take it like 30 or 40 minutes right there and you're good to go. And you can literally just switch the workouts every single time. There's no right or wrong way to do this. The only wrong way to do this, guaranteed, like the only wrong way to do this is to not do it. Okay. So make sure that you do it. Otherwise, have a great rest of your day, and I'll talk to you on the next one. All right. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you like today's show, do me a favor and hit the follow or subscribe button and leave a five-star review so more people like yourself can start building momentum towards their goals. Also, if you are interested in my 10 minutes to take off method, where I teach you to master your first 10 minutes and soar to victory, then book a call on my calendar at myprogresscall.com, myprogresscall.com. Otherwise, have a great rest of your day and I will talk to you next time.